Buenas noches, buenas noches. Welcome back to another episode of the BPM Podcast, your favorite podcast in the world. And uh, I got a couple of questions. Have you ever cooked food that has nothing to do with you, that you never thought you were going to be experiencing? Well, guess what? You probably have, just like everybody else. We get tired of Taco Bell, right? Taco Bell can go suck it. Taco Bell is the worst unless you're loaded. If you're loaded, you know, 3 a.m. in the morning, nothing's open, and you're trying to get all that alcohol out of your body, you eat some Taco Bell and guarantee you, you don't, within three, within 30 minutes, that food, that alcohol is out of your body. And then you can go moi moi. You know, you can go moi moi real quick. Um, and then, uh, I just heard some noise that I don't know if I should address it. But, hey, we're live, baby. We can't go back, you know. Um the reason I'm asking this question is like, because I'm cooking this next meal. Again, for those that are listening, I I cook it for a living. You know, I do uh, the kitchen stuff, and I uh, I like it so much sometimes, and I hate it sometimes. This is like a love and hate relationship with this fucking thing. All right, there's a fine where you love and you won't work a day in your life. God damn it! I'll show you. God damn it! You'll work. You just pretend to call it love. Um, I'm cooking Hungarian food. Uh, I've done some research. This will be next week, uh, that I'll be cooking it. So I am doing research on Hungarian dishes, Hungarian history, how, uh, their culinary experience, uh, developed over some time. Uh, and, uh, they use a lot of paprika <laughs> and goulash is Hungarian. I didn't even know goulash was Hungarian and I do this for a living. You know what I mean? So every day is a learning opportunity. You have the opportunity to learn every day. All you have to do is keep that mind open. You can't shut it. And I've said this and I'm going to say it again. Once you think you know it all, life is like, well, guess what? You're only 37. You don't know anything. I know more because I've been here forever. Life is going to be here regardless. So uh, I I do this type of dinner once a month for this group, right? And they, uh, they're they obsessed with uh, the eastern part of Europe and Europe in itself. In and of itself, they're, they're, that's what they're obsessed about. Disclaimer, they're white people. So... Regardless of what they are, they are giving me, they are giving me a, a little outlet to experience new cooking techniques, new styles of food, new f- profiles, new textures. Basically, all the food is essentially the same, right? You braise chicken, you braise beef, you cook it on the grill we all have we don't have every culture has the same things to cook food in that's fire oven roasting braising frying air frying 
frying again. Uh, we all have the same methods of cooking, but when you add little things that make it their food, that's where it gets interesting. Because you never thought they're like, oh, I'm gonna mix this with this, and it's a trial and error essentially, right? Every recipe you ever cook or that you ever known, it was a trial and error until it got to it where it's at now. And I have this this philosophy or or, or this this mantra whatever you want to call it that food evolves as you cook it. it it it'll never be the same every time you can follow the recipe to a t but it, you gotta think about it you're sourcing these ingredients from different parts of the world different climates uh different treatment to the plants the, the proteins um the humidity in the air, it, it, it all is, is, it all takes part, it all takes part to make the dish, it's not just like, oh, you know, one tablespoon of sugar, a squeeze of lime juice, some butter, and it's gonna be amazing, yes, but what if that butter, what if that cow, before he, before she produced the milk, or he produced the milk, you know what I'm saying, if he produced the milk, that ain't no goddamn butter, that's come butter, come butter, um, what if that cow wasn't treated and it has a different profile but or, or what have you uh it could change what if that lime is not ripe what if it's more tart or more acidity acidic than normal it, it all varies right so it's all about taste try on error every food you make whatever you like to make except vegans vegans could go kick rocks if you like meat i don't dislike vegans i just dislike the idea of being a vegan because i love me some carne asada and and you can do whatever you want right so but every recipe that you cook every part of of you you have to leave that door open for learning uh to learn about the culture, the way I research, I, I've never said this out loud because it's how I research food. I'm grateful for the internet. I don't get to go to Hungary and see the street food of Hungary, but that's where I dive in first to every culture. I want to get to know the food. I dive in my first inclination to research a culture or a style of food i dive into street food because the streets always speak louder than restaurants to a point that some restaurants are including street food into their menus i'm obsessed with street food because of my background i rather go to the street food fair or a street food cart or a trailer or or, or whatever food on wheels essentially than to go to a fancy restaurant again fancy restaurants are cool but that's my style of eating and i don't always do it but when i do it i'm like you know what i'm gonna go try the new spot that opened up and see what they're doing All right and i always i'll give you my taco order so you can see it live so if it's a taco spot I order two of each, whatever they have. So sometimes it's up. I'll never get chicken at a, at a taco spot. Never. 
Never. No matter how it's cooked. It could be braced, could be grilled, could be baked, could be fucking buried in the ground. I'll never get chicken. I can get chicken at home whenever I want. I can't get carnitas. I can't get, you know, lengua, which I could, but it's it's too much of a process to be like, oh, I'm going to eat some tacos. Because then if I cook lengua, which is cow's tongue, I'll eat the whole thing. And then I'll get fat, you know. But my order is two of each. Two asada, two al pastor, two carnitas, and two mixed. Whatever the mix is, they throw it together, and I judge them. And then I'm like, oh, I'll come back for the barbacoa. I'll come back for the birria. I'll come back for, you know, this spot is known for this. You know, they, they have so many things that whatever stick, they throw so many things to the wall, and the one thing sticks, and that's where they're, that's the moneymaker, right? There's a spot, barbacoa, brace, uh, shredded beef, and they serve it with the juice and everything. It's delicious, right? There's one spot in the entire Tucson metro area that has the best barbacoa in town. Uh, let me tell you, it is the best. I still yet have to find the best al pastor in Tucson. Haven't been able to find it. The best al pastor I had, I was, listen, I'm taking you back to like Mexico. I was 13, 13, yeah, 13, 14, uh, 12, 13, um, my family's taking a trip to Guadalajara, and on the way there, we stopped at a city in Durango, I can't remember the city. And let me tell you, this guy was putting up a show with the tacos. So Al Pastor is like shawarma meat on a, on a, on a spit and it's r rotating slowly and there's fire behind it and it cooks and then they sh it gets shaved thinly and you get some pineapple if you want pineapple. If you have a fruitcake, I want some pineapple on my fucking tacos. No, give the pineapple is already in the marinade. So shut up. I don't like pineapple on tacos, but I like pineapple on pizza. Hmm. Right. So th that's maybe because that was my first time trying al pastor, which is, you know, pork and is marinated in all this chilies and deliciousness. But I haven't been able to go back to like that. You know, when you try something and it reminds you of childhood, you're like, oh, fuck this. You know, I, it hasn't happened. I'm 37. I'm still looking for it. I make my own and it still doesn't fucking. I'm like, yeah, this is garbage. I don't like it. But. Food is, is is like uh, it brings everybody together, right? It, it it it's crazy how like me doing this research for this new dinner I'm about to do. I went into the history of Hungary, the history of Hungary food, and it states that like most. Before the Italians and the Turkish came into Hungary, they were eating peasant food, which is like goulash, right? And just whatever they had in a pot, stew it up and eat it. But as the Italians came, the herb and the spices started like elevate their cooking to uh, a next to, a, to another level. So I'm thinking I'm going to cook this, guys. 
from from what I from what I can see myself tasting and be like, oh, that'd be good, right? There's a couple of things that pop up in, in, in the uh, in my brain, right? There's this one dish called chicken uh, paprikash, chicken paprikash, right? The food, the name says it all. It's probably paprika filled and it's probably Hungarian paprika because they have their own. Um, that I also think I'm going to do, I don't know yet, uh, some Hungarian stuffed cabbage rolls. Again, I don't know. Um, the Hungarian dumplings, nokitli, 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 N-O-K-I, N-O-K-E-D-I. It's a Hungarian dumpling. And where do dumplings come from? Italy, right? No, not Italy. Dumplings come from Asia. And Asia has dumplings. And then Italians have pasta, right? And then we have, what do we have? That's in a dumpling form. Mexicans, what do we have? Think about it. Come on, really? Empanadas. We have empanadas. They like theirs steamed. We liked ours fried. But it's all essentially the same. It's all the same food with different feelings. That's it, right? Um, I'm excited for this dinner uh, just to see. Because obviously one of those guys that is like, we want Hungarian food. He's been Hungary or he's probably Hungarian or what? I don't know. But one of those guys it's probably been there tasted and i'm curious to see if i can replicate some of those aromas some of the profiles and it'd be really interesting to see uh they have a lot of like stews right hungarian goulash with grandma chaya chaya uh see they have langos which is a fried dough, street food. Again, I dive into the street food because the street food is like what the people are eating on a daily basis. It's not like, like here in America, street food is fast food. That's what street food has. I mean, street food is kind of with the culture change with different. What's street food for America? Hot dogs, boiled hot dogs. Right, we came in. We like, I'll show you a better hot dog. You know, we grill it, wrap it in bacon, put some toppings. That's a fucking street food, not just a boiled hot dog with mustard on it, which is not bad. But I'm saying that's street food for America. And then all this culture started coming out. The Filipinos, the Mexicans, right? The Albanians. The Albanians are moving coke. Different kind of street smarts. Um, <laughs> but there is the street food is what. People are eating every day, right? America has a lot of fast food. On every corner you turn, there's something to eat. It's fast. It's cheap. It gets substance in your fucking stomach, and you move on. But in different countries, like mine, Mexico, street food is more prevalent because there's not a lot of fast food. Uh, well, growing up, there was not a lot of fast food joints. It was like the guy selling crunchy tacos on the street, Right? The, the guy selling chimichangas or tortas, which is a sandwich, 
or, or the guy selling pancakes in the fucking side of the street or the guy selling corn or hot dogs or tacos or this but it's all street so street food it's how i grew up liking food and now my palate has expanded to like actually more of a finer do declare things uh, i do enjoy myself a nice filet mignon with a little bit of red wine here and there uh, i don't really like filet mignon i'd rather have a t-bone or something with little bit of fat to it you know to make me feel like i belong in the street still because a filet is a little <laughs> i do declare but I'll, I'll fuck with some beef wellington you know what i mean that's a filet wrapped in some dough and some mushroom some bacon some prosciutto instead of bacon we do prosciutto because you know we do declare um yeah so i'm cooking this guy's dinner and i'll give you guys an update when it goes live I'll probably take some pictures and do the, I'm not sure yet, because I don't like taking pictures of my own food again, because I don't like my own food, I like other people's food, but my food could be better, I don't know how they haven't noticed that I don't know what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying, I don't know what the hell is going on, I'm just like, yeah, sure, we can do it, no me rajo a la verga, no más por eso pues, you know what that means, I never give up, I just keep going. Because I'm going to go, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to stand here in the corner and pretend and cry and see who, want, who wants to help me. Fuck that. We'll figure it out on the way. How many times am I going to fall down? Who cares? You still got to get back up and show up, bitch. So that's what I tell myself. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. Half of the battle is pretending you know what you're doing. You know, do you think Joe Biden is like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. He's like, I want to sniff somebody. Sniff somebody. I wanna sniff somebody. I love me some sniffings. You know what I mean? If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. I love me some. I sniff everything. I'll sniff. I sniff. I sniff fucking fear. I sniff happiness. I sniff tension. I sniff everything. Like, oh yeah, something's up right here. Something's not right. I had this fucking crazy. Sorry. I'm all over the place. Sorry. Let's go back to the show, Carlos. Um yeah, so I'll let you I'll let you guys know. I'll probably start taking some pictures and putting them up on my podcast. I'm trying to lead you guys in into not lead you guys into this, but like I'm trying to show a little more of what I do on the day to day instead of just like, you know, what does he do? Is he a fucking model? I don't want you to guess. I know. I'm perfect. I look amazing. I woke up like this. You know, Jesus, people go to the gym to get this type of guns. I was born like this. All natural, kosher, organic, non-GMO. You spend three hours at the gym. And for what? For this? Natural. I got it. Blew it out of the park since day one. But... So you're not say you're not guessing what you know what what's going on with the show. I'm I want to slowly drip in the day to day life of mine. Not like my actual life, but like my working life. You know, my actual life um, is non-existent. I am uh, 300 pounds and lonely. Um, and, uh, I mentioned something on the last episode on how Spain is 
suing for the rights. I said it suing Mexico because they make or we make. I don't know. We, they, who gives a fuck? Because Mexico makes Manchango cheese. Manchango cheese. Why do I mispronounce that every time? I, and my brand is Manchango, and then in my mouth is Manchango. Like, what the fuck? What's wrong with you, Carlos? And I read this article a while ago, and that's why it was in my head. But I was like, maybe my memory's faulty and I'm not remembering correctly. And then I fucking went back and I was like, oh, yeah, I did read this article. So they're suing. Uh, there's a dispute. Because Mexico's using the name Manchango, right? And and because Mexico uses cow's milk for the cheese instead of sheep sheep's milk cheese. Sheep sheep's milk. And what have you, dude? You know, like get over it. Like it's, it's who cares? It says right here. Look, it says Ismael Alvarez de Toledo, president of the Spanish Brotherhood of the Machango Cheese. There's a fucking brotherhood for cheese? Hmm. Suspect. Sus. A little sus, right? Is adamant. They probably fucked the sheep. 100. The Spanish are dirty, right? They're probably doing some dirty shit. Is adamant that. There's only one product worthy of the name and it's made from the milk of a sheep in the region of La Mancha. Mexican Manchango is insipid cow's milk cheese that sometimes doesn't even look like cheese because it sometimes comes in slices for making sandwiches. Hey, he said, the only thing it's got in common with our cheese, it's the name, but it's fake name. And I do agree to an extent. I've had Mexican Manchango cheese and it is not. It doesn't compare to our cheese, like panela, Oaxaca, which is like our version of fucking mozzarella. Oaxaca is a version of is a version of mozzarella. That's all it is. Um, this dog defense is now dragging down negotiations to update trade deal between Mexico and the U.A. and the E.U. There was signed in 2000 in the face of an uncertain future for the North American free trade agreement nafta right yep it's as mexico attempts to diversify its trade away from the u.s the deal is now being revised and broaden broaden essentially that this is an old article but i was right about the spain trying to sue mexico listen you can try to sue everybody we ain't gonna pay remember trump saying they gonna pay for the wall boy no Somebody else, we did, we did pay for the wall, and the wall for what? For nothing, nothing, nothing. That shit don't stop nothing, you know. Just pay attention to the drug trade. Do you think they'd be like, oh man, we can't cross those drugs no more? No, they'd be like, hey, it's actually twenty five percent harder to cross these drugs. So guess who's gonna pay? Your local yoga fucking practitioner on the corner. He's going to be bent up out of shape because his pills went from $2 each to 3 Now he's got to, you know, really steal stuff. So essentially, you're paying for it. 
Because if they can't afford the drugs, that's what guess what we're gonna do? Steal. <laughs> Yesterday, I took the kids to Target, right? Their favorite Target store, and there was a guy. There was a couple cops, and uh, right in front of the Target, right, and that's unusual for Target. That shit happens at Walmart all the time. Is it, you know what? Walmart has a stationary cop out front, ready to go at all times. You go to Target, it's a little different, right? And they have this high, this this guy in front of the cop car, in front of the hood, you know, um, handcuffed. And I was like, to my son, I was like, yeah, yo, tell him if he got that detergent you order. <laughs> He's like, why? I'm like, see what happens. He's like, no, dad, they're going to take me in too. I'm like, just, I'm like, yo, did you get my detergent? You know, and we're making jokes. And so, and, and my daughter goes, Goes, why is he stealing detergent? I'm like, because I'll take you to the detergent aisle and you'll see how expensive it is. This guy gets you for a third of it. You know, you get you big, two big fucking tubs of you ever in a pinch. You go, you find yourself a homeless man. Be like, hey, yo, I need some Tide Pods, the big ones. As many as you can get me, I'll give you 10 bucks each. And he's like, oh, say less, homie. Comes back with two of those, three bottles of Jack, a bag of chips, some tampons, some ad, Advil, some baby wipes. You know, he brings you a fucking croissant. Instacart my ass. You better talk to your fucking Timmy over there and he's going to be like, I need my pills. I'm going to go get this. You know, and they can't stop him. That's the thing, though. Target employees can't over any store employees. You go to home. I went to Home Depot, not looking for a job, just so you know. Went looked for a stapler, um, and this lady was the cashier. Cashier was telling me they're like, we have to lock everything up. Everything has to be locked down. Cause like I'm like, can I get a stapler? And they're like, yeah, let me go get somebody to help you. I'm like, it's a fourteen dollar stapler. What do you mean? Flashlights? I was like, can I get a flashlight too? So I had to get somebody else with a key. So, listen, that'll be all for this week. You know, follow me on YouTube, follow me on TikTok, follow me on Instagram, follow me, share my podcast with your friends, family, co-workers, everybody you like and dislike in your life. Tell them, be like, hey, yo, this guy's kind of like retarded. Can I say that word? Yes, I can. Because I am. I identify as one of them. You know, what are you going to do? See, I'm drooling a little bit right now. Make sure you follow me. And with that, my friends, you know, this ain't your army. Peace.